welcome, welcome, welcome. Hello, good evening, good morning, good afternoon. It is Tuesday. I was going to say Wednesday for some reason. Tuesday, December 8th, 8.49 p.m. It is Field Talk Podcast. I'm your host, Field Talk Benzi, and here with my other host, or the other host of the Field Talk Podcast at Sal Talk Soccer. Hello, Sal. Feels like hot day. Feels like what? Feels like hump day already. It does. Um, and the crazy thing is, it's like a a nice frosty fifty six down here in South Florida. What do we have here in LA? It is. What's the weather out here? We have. No, I'm not in Cupertino. It is a nice seventy degrees. Oh, not bad. So we're both enjoying some some very nice weather. Um, today we will be going over Premier League match week. 11 it was very interesting the table is somewhat looking like normal yeah with some one or two <laughs> that are, <laughs> that are not in your normal spot um oh, but yeah we're gonna go over the scores uh we'll you know hit some hot topics um and then sal you have for the dub yeah i have for the dub all right, and Sal will bring you for the dub since we didn't bring yesterday. Um, man, a uh, little side note. I know this is Premier League, but did you enjoy Champions League today or what? Oh, Champions League today was the best. I mean, we had everything except for that Paris game. But, yeah, you know, other than that. that, yeah, <laughs> minus that, everything everything went, went according to plan almost. Yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Um, that will be... The rest will be spoken of tomorrow once the rest of the games go by. South to dramas, yes. I was right uh, for the first time. Six, yeah, six match did. days, but I was right. <laughs> Didn't you also say a tie in the in the Lazio game? I did. Did that end in a tie? Yeah, they did, right? They did, yeah. Did, yeah. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, we actually we're quite on the money from the re- the recording we did yesterday with uh, today's exactly. Champions League. I was very. I felt. I felt proud. I, I felt proud, and I was. And I was excited because I. I had to. Like I wrote you, I was like, Ronaldo got the brace because we spoke about that yesterday. So um, just love scoring. What is it? What is it? Before I before we leave, it's like he scored like fourteen times out of the last fifteen visits to the camp now, something you know, like that. So that he loves it. Yeah. He, when they were walking onto the field, he just had this look in his face, like, yeah. He's like, I'm kind, like I'm happy to be here. Um, and he demolished. Uh, all right, so we'll jump now into the Premier League. We'll go over the scores. And the first game of this past Premier League match week was Saturday, right? Saturday, there's no yes. Friday game? Yeah. Oh, Friday. Friday got canceled. Why did that happen? Uh, I don't know. I tried to figure it out. I don't know. I think it was a wet pitch, something like that. But Villa and... Newcastle will make it up later. Roger that. All right. So with that being suspended, the first game was Burnley hosting Everton. Burnley jumped out with the 1-0 lead. Um, I'm not sure in what minute. Let's see. In the third, so early. And then Calvert-Lewin in, I guess, stoppage time in the first half equalized. 
and the game did not have an exciting second half as the score ends 1-1. Did you watch that game, or was it too early? I did. I did. I was hoping for more out of Everton, especially going up against Burnley, but Everton seems to be sliding down now. Yeah, they 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 don't seem to have that same hunger, that same aggressiveness. Um, I think that style of play that they formulated that got them up to the uh, top spot in the in the league, it's kind of been broken down a little bit easier nowadays. Like the bigger teams kind of figured it out, and then now the smaller teams are just you know, playing them as aggressive as they should. Um, but then again, all credits to Burnley because Burnley has been quite a difficult team, even though they're in the bottom of the table, um, well, in the relegation zone. Um, they have been putting up fights against, uh, like, teams like Every, Conham, everybody, Conham. Everybody, yeah. Only beat them 1-0. So, so, yeah. Then again, Burnley did lose, what, 5-0 to City? Yep. Yeah, so they don't always play that great. <laughs> they have had their moments. Um, and then we go on to the next game on Saturday was Man City-Fulham. Fulham is the surprise of the bottom half of the table. Uh, we all expected them to just not be anywhere. And so far, they're tiptoeing on relegation zone. But, you know, um, this help, uh, this loss did not help them at all. And they go down to City 2-0. Did you watch this game, Sal? Because I was asleep. No, not, not this one. I mean, kind of kind of had it figured out that City would win. I mean, Fulham is looking to be high and by in the Premier League again. Yeah, they're, they're waking up uh, little by little. Especially after that 5-0 win and then now another 2-0 win. They're, they're learning to score more than, than one goal because they were on a one-goal streak for... Or I think like what three, four games, something like that. Yep. So, so yeah. Um, I had something else to say about this, but never mind. Move on. <laughs> West Ham and and good old Moy is hosting Man United. And this was the final. Oh no, this was not the final game on Saturday. It felt like it because wasn't this game the twelve o'clock game or was it the eleven? O'clock? It was the twelve o'clock game. Okay, so yeah, that's why I felt like it was the last one. So did the Chelsea game go on at the same time? I think the Chelsea game was before it. Mm. Yeah, because I remember I remember skipping Man City and then going and watching Chelsea. Yeah. All right. Well, I already started with this West Ham, so screw it, whatever. Uh, West Ham goes down 3-1. Uh, to Man United, although Man United were heavily struggling in that first half. Uh, West Ham came out on fire. They had great opportunities to make it more than a 1-0 half, uh, first half, um, but they weren't clinical, and they paid the price because Paul Pubba woke up in the second half after halftime. He must have had a good pep talk or something or was just tired of playing like a bum in that first half. And he scored. Uh, Greenwood scored. And who finished it off? Uh, Rashford. Rashford. That's what it was. Okay, yeah. And the, and the first two goals were kind of like back-to-back, right? Yeah. Uh, Pogba's rocket, 
rocket shot and then Greenwood's beautiful first touch to to that second goal. Which if you haven't seen it, go watch it because that that touch that he gets to to get the ball in control is just yeah, set himself up. Yeah, it's very nice. Um, and especially out of a young player like that, um, the show he's just gonna become better and better. Uh, so Man United, with that, I believe, have moved up to top four. Five. Top five. Okay. I, be- I thought they were in fourth place for a little bit. Um, I think they were up until that. Oh, they were. They were. They, uh, they're yeah. in sixth. They're in sixth. Yeah. Not bad. yeah, they went down after yeah. a couple wins from other teams. Uh, and then Chelsea, uh, this little score sheet I'm looking at has it completely wrong, but Chelsea was before the West Ham game. Chelsea hosted Leeds United. How was that game? Because I didn't watch it. I ended up watching. I thought, it. I thought Leeds. I thought Leeds was going to keep it one-one, really, or or at least get the win. They put it past Mendy, and no one's been able to put it past Mendy this whole entire time. And what was I think seven or eight matches that Mendy had kept a clean sheet, and here come Leeds, and Leeds were just barreling like they do every team they've played against, but. Somehow Chelsea kept the composure and and made them pay for it. Yeah, uh, Chelsea is showing a toughness that you wouldn't expect out of a team that's just recently been put together, um, especially with all the new names. But the fact that they still have that core of the team that you know built that chemistry last season, I believe, is 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 helping them uh, stay afloat and in the fight for that top spot in the Premier League because they're what one point behind Liverpool and and Tottenham yep so yeah so Lampard's uh doing doing bits so far he's he's proven uh he can he can manage at the moment and then we move on to Sunday West Brom kicks it off hosting Crystal Palace and Crystal Palace just ran away with it. Uh, they end up winning 5-1. West Brom continues to sit there in the relegation zone. Um, I believe they're the closest one out of the relegation zone, but too bad. They're still in there. And then Sheffield United hosted Leicester City. Sheffield, uh, they did get off to like a 1-0 lead, right? Yeah. And that's where I last saw it. And then I ended up finding out that Leicester City takes this game 2-1. Did you watch this game? I did. It was that ending. Jay Vardy taking out the the pride flag on the corner. That was just Pete Jamie Vardy. And if you don't know, go look it up. He has He's had his issues with this time of the month before. So, And I don't want to bring it up. I got you. Um, so... Just a quick question. I don't, I don't want to get too deep into it. Um, for those that want to just figure it out on their own, by all means, just look it up. Uh, but my question is, because I didn't see it, I was told about it, and I saw it on Twitter. Was this done purposefully? or it was No, just... I mean, it's a, it's, a, it's a dying, dying, you know, dying seconds winner. He scores it at the ninth minute, right at the, right at, right at the whistle and he celebrates the way Jamie Vardy celebrates everything that he celebrates. So he just, he ran up to the flag and he decided I'm going to karate slide, destroy this, this post and people are making it more than it should be. People take it out of context because from what I saw, I just, it didn't look like there was any, you know, no, 
I mean, he's he's had he's he's had his issues in the past, but th- this has nothing to do with this. Just the the picture taken taken out of context. But Pete, Jamie Vardy. Yeah, yeah, yeah. So Vardy party gets on the score sheet, and then the day uh, the game that ruined Sal's weekend. Tottenham hosting Arsenal, and Tottenham. Stay up top of the uh, stay at the top of the table with a two nil victory over Arsenal. Do you want to save your comments for after we're done with the scores? Do you want to save them for, uh, yeah, for topics? Yeah, let's save them for the topics. I'll you know I'll just add that you know peak Mourinho team, peak Mourinho team. Arsenal yeah. majority of possession and Tottenham just took advantage. Yep. 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 Uh, Mourinho, yeah, is is on another level right now. Well, he's back on to the level he usually can be at. Liverpool ho- uh, hosted Wolves and Wolverhampton in the last game on Sunday, and easily destroyed Wolverhampton. Uh, no Raúl Jiménez uh, since he was in the hospital, uh, but news is that he's recently been released. No timetable or yeah, no return. No timetable on the return. I don't know how to say that. I had it in my head, and then my tongue didn't know how to do the rest. So, who scored in that Liverpool game? Did you watch? No, but I will give you the scores right now because my weekend was ruined after that first game. Let's just put it that way. Uh, It was Salah, Wijnaldum, Matip, and an own goal by Semedo. Good old old Semedo. Yeah. It was a it was a decent pickup by Wolves, but he does have his his issues. Uh, I mean, like defending wise. Um, and then the last game to finish off the match week was uh, Monday. Brighton hosting Southampton, and Brighton goes down at home two one, and also thanks to a goal by the boy. That we love here at Field Talk, Danny Ings. He's back, people. He is uh, back. So that was good to see. Um, because I was looking at the lineup, Theo Walcott, Che Adams. Che Adams has kind of held it down. Um, he hasn't scored as much as he should have have been. Um, but yeah, that 4-4-2 with Che and Theo at the top, it looked good on paper. Or decent, mm-hmm. um, but thankfully, you know, Danny Ings was, was available. Uh, and by the way, the goal was just a penalty, but um, penalties aren't that easy. Am I right? Bar assisted penalty. Bar. Let's just controversy over that one <laughs> again. When is oh. when is there not? <laughs> <laughs> oh, and also the good news about this. Um, Fans were allowed, 2,000 lucky fans in each game were allowed to uh, attend finally. So slowly but surely, the seats are being filled. And hopefully soon it's 10,000, not just 2,000. And um, and we'll actually get some good old Premier League uh, atmosphere, fan atmosphere uh, going on while we watch the games. Um, I complained on Twitter, I think like a week or two ago mm-hmm. that I'm getting tired of not seeing fans. Um, it was actually making me lose interest in watching uh, football. 
uh, not seeing any fans anymore. Um, I think it's just took its toll on me. Like that was cool because, you know, the game was back. We were able to enjoy, but that's a big variable in watching the game. Um, I believe the reason, another reason it pisses me off because when it comes down to international like breaks, when the world cup qualifiers in, in South America are going on here in the States, we have to pay 40 bucks per game if we want to watch them because they have to make up for not having fans at the stadiums. Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Very annoying. Uh, so just bring the damn fans back <laughs> so I can watch them. Um, and you'll probably be like, oh, you don't care about people and this and that. I'm not going to argue with you about that crap. Okay? Okay. Hey, people, so we the vaccines in Europe, in the UK, if we're lucky, every fucking stadium will be filled by June. And good so luck to up. you people taking it. So I pray for you. Um, so, Sal, since we're done with the scores, hit us up with the table, por favor. Good, sir. The tabla looks as follows with uh, Josie Mourinho sitting at the top, 24 points. Jurgen Klopp sitting at the top as well, 24 points, followed by the almighty Chelsea at 22, Leicester City at 21, Southampton with 20 points in fifth, and rounding out the top six, Manchester United with 19 points. Down at the bottom in relegation, 18, 19, and 20, we have Burnley and West Brom with six points, and Still with one point. <laughs> Sheffield, mother effing United. Dude, I'm looking at this. Zero wins, one draw, ten losses. You know who that draw is, too? Arsenal? Of course. <laughs> oh, man. Dude, five goals for, 18 against. That's horrible. This is, this is considering what they were last season, and they were fighting for a Europa spot. How that things change. Just, yeah. It is nuts. Well, so now, Villa is, has done the other opposite of it and just jumped up the table. Well, yeah, that's true. They were all the way in the, in the, top, in the top five, and now they're Two spots below the bo- uh, the bottom half. Well, they are sitting with two games in hand. There's a, there's a couple. Uh, Everyone's sitting with one. There's a couple with one uh, game in hand. Yeah, but they're the only one that's sitting with two game. Yeah. And Burnley have one game in hand. Yeah, Aston Villa with two. Okay, so that could help them. Um, let's see. They get the, they use those two games to their advantage. They get two wins. Um, you get 18 points, and it still only moves them to about seventh, seventh, eighth. It's still better than nothing. No, yeah, it definitely is. It's better than where they were last season. So, yep. so yeah, that that's uh, something to keep an eye on. How many games are in this season? 33, 35? 32. 32. There's 18 teams, right? No, 20 teams, right? So there's 20 teams, 20, 40, 40 games. Okay, so I was still off. Um, all right, so now it's time for some. You have something else to add? Yeah, because who has 18 teams? La Liga, right? La Liga has 20. 20? Who has 18? 
Oh, Bundesliga. Bundesliga, yeah. 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 Because of the extended Christmas break. That's right. They get a break this season? No, they're not getting a season. Fuck them. I was going to say, the Liga (laughs) isn't getting a break this season either. So that would have been interesting. Um, And now after trying for 10. Oh, so uh, 38 games. Our own field talk just coming in with 38 games. 38 games. Okay, so I was still off. Um, thank you. And we will answer your, your first question. Because um, I was actually thinking about that as, as well uh, yeah. earlier today. And now, Hot Topics, brought to you by nobody yet. So do you want to start with that question that Jess has laid on us in the in the comment section? So, Arteta or Lampard? Although you severely butchered Arteta's name, but you know what? What whatever the case is, I would still take Arteta over Lampard, and that the only reason why is because Lampard has been given the players. He's been money has been spent. What is it? Over two hundred million dollars on players when Arteta was just given. Party for what 42? It's hard, man, because yeah, he was given the money, but if you combine what he did last season with no money, you know, it's kind of evens out. Um, I just, I, I, I personally will go with Lampard. Um, Arteta, I had a lot bigger hopes for. I thought he would be doing what Lampard is doing at this point. Um, but as we talked about in the in the chat, and you mentioned how he just plays favorites. Um, when things didn't go right for Lampard, he switched things up. He tried to find a solution to his problems. Um, until Arteta starts learning that that's you know what has to be done at times, and not just count on the, the names that he has, um, because you never know anybody on the bench and then just excluding Ozil doing, uh, you know, making moves like that, it kind of hurts him as well. Um, but he has what almost, I guess in a sense of full season since he played half last season and now we're almost halfway into into this one? Yeah, he'll be he'll be he'll be a year after the new year. So yeah, so so we're almost there. And you know, and I will say this that Arteta has Reese Nelson, Maitland Niles on the field, Martinelli's back. He played today. So he has he has players on that bench that play and start in Europa League. And if you look at the difference between the league and Europa League, there there is a big difference of how the players are playing whereas in the league side some of these players look like they're they're done they don't want to do it anymore the the premier the uh the europa league players seem to go out there and just light a fire under anyone's ass they play with yeah some of these teams might be farmer leagues but still they're going out there and they're not taking chances so what is the difference between a granite sheka and a mohammed eleni uh 
whereas uh, a Reese Nelson versus a Hector Bellerin, what is the difference? And that's where it's at. You have to learn when when to tell a player you got to sit your ass down. You're not doing what you can. And Lampard figured it out. He figured it out with all his players. And he has the core. And when you look at it closely also, when Oliver Giroud, where was Giroud at most of the time? On the bench. And now he's he's shown his, his worth. Giroud's playing. He started. He's scoring goals. It's it, that's always been Giroud's mo. Like even when he was at Arsenal, if he just had the right service, um, you know, um, he he was able to find the ball into the net. Um, back to the Europa League thing. Um, yeah, you might be playing farmers leagues, you know, air quotes or whatever um, teams, but at the end of the day, it's Europa League, just like it's Champions League. Those are the best teams from those, you know, said countries. Uh, set leagues. Um, look at Mourinho uh, in Europa. He's had struggles, um, you know. Uh, so it's it goes to show that even though he's first in the Premier League at the moment, you can go into Europa League and and you know and still and crumble. Um, but the fact that those players that Arteta puts out in the Europa League, you know, show up and they do what what he asks of them, um, and then you have the big name players on the weekend, not doing, you know, what's being asked. And then another thing is you, you're talking about letting players like Giroud go. You let uh, Martinez go uh, to Aston Villa, right? Yep. Um, what if you feel like Leno isn't, isn't the guy at the moment? Who are you going to put in now? You could have put Martinez in a very good goalie. Um, and he's shown it at Aston Villa this season. You could you could have just easily swapped him out and see maybe that made a difference, but you know now letting him go, you don't have that option. Um, Arsenal has shored up the the defense um, a lot better than they have in the past few seasons, and then now this season the problem is putting the ball in the net. Um, so it's hard to compare Lampard and Arteta, uh, being the fact that Arteta was. Uh, the the assistant for a good amount of seasons uh, with Pep Guardiola and and now Lampard as he's had his you know his time as a as a manager at a, what was it Derby yeah Derby at Derby and then now he and now he's you know into his second season at at Chelsea and his first season wasn't bad at all um, especially for the players he had. Um, people were highly doubting him. Uh, everybody was expecting, not everybody, but, you know, the majority were, weren't too sure that he was going to have a good season. Um, he had a, a decent Champions League run, and he's doing it once again. He's recently just qualified for the round of 16 in Champions League. Um, so it's hard to compare, but Lampard gets a slight edge at the moment. I would, I would definitely say. Um, yeah, I just, I don't know. I, I just, for the sake of the Premier League, hope, hope that Arsenal makes some headlines in a positive way. Um, I mean, I mean, then, I really, the, 
the joke the joke of it all is that Tottenham win the league and Arsenal get relegated. The joke is really Arsenal will be talked about more than Tottenham, and you can kind of see why from a team that since these was 1920 something have never been relegated. So it is re- it is a bigger story than say, oh well, yeah, Jose can take this team. How many teams hasn't he taken to the top? But Arsenal, look at you guys. Let's talk about you guys more. Oh, definitely. Uh, History-wise, just the pedigree, like Arsenal is known as a top Premier Premier League side. Uh, Tottenham has just recently felt like they've been a top six club. But I I, I still don't understand this top six club thing. It's very new to begin with. So that's probably why it's just odd because we we lump man city man city in there and man city was who before no history at all exactly so yeah you're definitely right if arsenal get relegated which i doubt that'll happen um it looks like it and it's fun to troll about it and all that stuff but i i just don't see it i feel like they'll end up where they ended uh last season at best um which is not great, but it's better than where they are right now at the table. Um, I had something else. Oh, okay. So if this struggle continues, um, we joked about it in the chat. In the next four games, we said for Arsenal would be a draw and three losses. Mm-hmm. Correct? Yep. Um, if that does happen, is Arteta even the manager? He can't be. I mean, you you can't you can't be a club that that went and fired Unai Emery in eighth place and let Miguel Arteta stay and arguably can be what 15, 16, 17, maybe eighteenth. You can't you can really say all right. Here's a pass. Even if he won a trophy and a plate, doesn't mean that he gets that pass. And I can always want, but. Patrick Vieira is out there, and Arsenal fans might be saying, look, our, our captain is there. He's he's at least been proven somewhat in MLS, and he did okay in France. Yeah. So, really, you have to make a move. If Arteta isn't your guy, then where do you make the move? But this is what, three managers now? No, two ma- Yeah, it would be what, two managers in a short amount of time? Not yeah, good. Not a good look. It's not good. It's not a good look to start having that that rotating door start spinning faster and faster. Um, just picking up the next manager and just booting it out if things don't go go well. Um, to answer Jay right now, if Arsenal is in La Liga this season, what position would they would they be in now? Um, just about the same spot they are in. In the, in the Premier League, they would be contending between thirteenth and sixteenth. If we're ba- if we're basing it if we're basing it on the points. All right, if we're basing it on points, yeah. Um, but uh, if, I know you guys like to, if, of the you guys, <laughs> if you guys like to hate on my league, I get it. Um, but the way that Arsenal is playing, if you can't score. 
um, you will get scored on. Uh, there's a lot of teams in La Liga that could uh, do some damage, especially when you're not scoring. Um, and if you're not scoring, there's a good chance you're also going to get just a draw. So their points at this moment could be even just slightly higher, maybe 15. <laughs> no, uh, yeah. I mean, but, but let, let's, say, let's say this way about all the leagues. Every league except for, for Germany has seen some kind of a flip in terms of what we see as top, right? The Premier League is looking and, like and the power, some and the kind power of structure, yeah. yeah. So yeah, the Premier League is looking like some bizarro land. I don't know what the hell is going on. Italy has turned into Milan again, conquering, conquering the league. And look at where Juve is at. Look at where everything is is at generally. La Liga never expected Real Sociedad to be where they're at, right? And that's kind of bonkers as well in that position. And Atleti as well, you never expect Simeone to, to be winning at that point. Well, Simeone really? has won the league before. Um, yeah. And he's been in contention basically the last good almost to almost decade now. Um, yeah. He's been, always been in contention. Uh, Real Sociedad started showing signs last season. Um, they they basically were doing what they're doing now. The thing is that Atleti was winning, Real was winning, Barcelona were winning, uh, and they didn't have as many losses as they do at this current moment. Um, Villarreal is surprising, but Villarreal at the end, at the end of the day has picked up players from other teams and very good players. So for them to be in the top six, it's not rare, but to see them have been at a point where they're sitting in second, that's been forever since I've seen that. Um, the most surprising team is Cadiz. Cadiz has so far been my Real Madrid, and just this past weekend, they beat Barcelona. So it the whole power structure in, in many leagues is is kind of weird. Uh, but also I believe it's due to the fact that with, when this pandemic hit smaller clubs were put into a position where they were, I guess, I don't, I don't remember how I read it, but they were like supplemented or something. They were able to make moves like to acquire new players and transfers and whatnot yeah. compared that, to that. that the, the yeah. That, that's that's what I was going to bring up because you look at all the clubs that are that are competing to win their leagues. They all spent money. They all yeah. spent money on on players to, and Tottenham did it. Sociedad did it right because they brought in uh, which call it um, oh, David Silva. David Silva, yeah, they brought in David Silva. They they yeah, brought in other players barely, as well, he right? He barely plays anyways, but he's he's had some influence here and there. Um, Milan brought in a sh- shit ton of players as well. Yeah. So there is that. Whereas in Germany, none of the clubs really bought players. They kept the same amount of players, and power structure remains the same. Doesn't matter what happens. Yeah. What what's that league looking at right now? I know we're talking Premier League, but now you got me curious. In in Germany. Yeah. It's Bayern at the top, followed by 
RB Leipzig followed. I know I forget who's in third, and then in fourth is Borussia Dortmund, followed by Wolfsburg, and then I'm blanking on the rest. Okay, yeah. So your typical Bundesliga. Although Wolfsburg wasn't quite up there last season, were they? No, I mean, but they had the players. They had the players. So, oh, okay. Yeah. So it's Bayern, Leverkusen, Leipzig, Dortmund, Wolfsburg, followed by Union Berlin and Mönchengladbach. Ooh, Union Berlin's up there. Holy cow! <laughs> That's interesting. Yeah. But it's funny from interesting. from thirteen and up. From 13 all the way to 5th, you have 5-point difference. Yeah, you see here from 5th to from 5th to 16th is 5-point difference. And poor Shock sitting at the bottom. <laughs> oh man, don't even get me started on that. Uh, so yeah, before we continue to get sidetracked, we'll move on to the next topic. Um, and we've recently been talking about it in the chat. Uh, the boy, Paul Labille Pugba. So supposedly, supposedly, um, they even brought it up today, um, on the broadcast that I was watching, um, that, uh, like at the halftime, they were mentioning Paul was warming up, I think, in the first half or something, like late in the first um, of that Leipzig uh, United game. And they were mentioning that supposedly he is not having a good time at uh, Man United and the young man wants to get out. My question is, where does he go? Oof. Good question. Um, what is going to make Paul happy? He wants Real Madrid. Will he get Real Madrid is the question. It depends on, on what Man United is asking. Man United want to get back majority of what they spent, and that's the problem. That's not going to happen then. <laughs> yeah, so I'll, I'll say it right now. You look at is Juventus. He worth, is he worth it? Yeah, but do people want to be spending that money right now? No. You look at Juventus, right? Again, logical solution. You say, you take Pogba off our hands, you give us something, we'll take Ronaldo off your hands, we'll give you something. Sounds logical, sounds about right. You get back the prodigal son, right? And all's right with the world. With the world, you let Ronaldo retire as a United player. I think everybody would would be happy. Don't you agree? Yeah. Um, although I don't really think Ronaldo wants to leave, though. Uh, I feel like I, I read it like a couple of weeks ago. Ronaldo is making plans to have another season at Juventus. Um, so the lore of Man United. Uh, the return is is great. Um, it's exciting, uh, especially for the fans. Just it, it it's just Man United is a difficult club to to uh, what's the word I'm looking for? Uh, 
to want to go to right now. <laughs> not, not to want to go to. Um, to, to, have a bargain with, to. To basically to to say to, to you you have to basically talk contracts with. Conti- I guess you could say. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Because um, what's his name? What is the uh, sporting director's name? Yes. Yeah. Woodward's and being not, an ass. It's just I feel like they don't know how to bring a player in. Um, and if they do bring a player in, it's it, it feels like it's almost under the nose of everybody. Like nobody saw it coming. Uh, the Van de Beek thing, to me at least, was surprising. I don't know if people have heard had heard about it beforehand. Uh, Bruno Fernandez, like you know, they've made some nice moves, but it just kind of felt like that's what was left, and so that's what they went for because they knew it was going to be an easy move. But when it comes to like you know contract negotiations, make sure you air this. Paul Pogba is moving like a. You want to say that word for me, man? Like a pussy. Man up and stop letting your agent fight your battles. You want to leave. That thing, say it and get the hell on. Moving um, on, Woodward's a Woodward. cunt. Rayola's a cunt, and sad to say, Pogba a little bitch. Love the guy, but it's facts. Now read all. And my yes, we read all your comments. Oh, and yeah, you see, like he says, he he gives Woodward Woodward the the c word, and it's and in a sense, it's super true because. When it comes down to making the moves that are needed, the moves that they want, everything just takes too long or, you know, it's always this, it's always that. And then sometimes it comes down to the other club as well. Um, But, yeah, in a time like this where clubs are slashing uh, wages and, you know, trying to hold on to their players, uh, not losing them for little because as well of the pandemic and all that is just – this makes things difficult. You're going to end up seeing Pogba on PSG because that's going to be the only team willing to spend anything. Spending. Yep. You know, and, and you know, I'll, I'll, I'll put it, I'll put it this, <laughs> I'll put it this way. A Manchester United squad that could have bought Jaden Sancho could have, they had the fun and I've spoken at length about it. They're one of the only teams that can actually say Real Madrid is another they can do without fans for a couple of years. They have the infrastructure. Does it mean they're going to spend the money? No, they're not. But if it's a player that can change the squad, help you win, and put you in a position to win, a Florentino Perez would do it versus an Ed Woodward would do it. And that's that's Yeah. You had Jaden Sancho sitting there. You had an agreement with the boy, yet you can't pull – 120 million or whatever the it was at this point, right? You know, if I'm United, I say, you know, let me eat some of Paul Pogba's funds. Let me just eat it. Because he's got a year left. If we don't sell him, we're going to lose him for shit. He's going to walk. I'd rather sell him. What's his value right now? And that's... That's, that's the thing. Now you're, gonna, now you're going to have to... It's smart because you rather lose some millions rather than a, a crap ton of millions. You know what I'm saying? But are you so just you have, you, yeah? 
I mean, you have Paul Bush. 88 million is what he's rated on transfer market. 88. You get back what? 60? Well, yeah, that's what they're pricing him at, says Jay. Sell him at 60. Just sell him at 60. Let him let him go at 60. Get the money. You got half of what Sancho's worth now. Go get Sancho. Right? That's basically it. It's not like you need to have Donnie Vanderbeek that's on the bench who can do what Pogba. You know, he's not Pogba. But at least you have Donnie Vanderbeek who you went and bought, which I don't know why you went and bought him in the first place. He's not playing all the time. You have Bruno Fernandes, who is looking like your midfield talisman at this point, and Marcus Rashford, who's your other star. Let the Pogba man go. Let him walk. Sell him. Recoup. Go get Sancho. Now you have their front line. Or hell, Obumacano's out there. Obumacano's worth about 50. Just go and pay for Obumacano. Sure up that defense because... Sure as hell, you don't want Harry Maguire back there all the time doing Harry Maguire shit. He was make, talking about Harry Maguire. I was watching the highlights, and that man was just making me laugh every time. Well, the first two times it got scored on. That shit was too funny. Um, I'm, I'm sweating here. It gets me angry, man. I don't know why. Yeah. I'm not a United fan, but like, it's just like Justin said. So simple. It's just, um, I don't know, man. Like, if you can't sell him, if nobody wants to buy him, nobody wants to spend that cash, like, okay, you're going to have to probably face up to the fact that you're losing him for free, but what are you doing with him in the meantime? The man's not happy there, so do you just start, you know, dropping the, the, the price to at least get something? Well, let me ask you, Mario, since... since... Here's a Madrid fan here. If you sell Isco, right? Isco mm-hmm. is priced at what? You're probably selling at what, 20, 30, something like that? They'll probably try to get him for Hamas kind of price, so 40 something. All right. So you sell Isco, right? And then you're probably looking at probably owning out another player or two and probably getting rid of another player, right? Can you, would you, would you bring Pogba if you have the funds? If they say here, 60 million. The, uh, the only way I see bringing in Pogba, um, because Madrid has loaned out, sold players the last two seasons, and the only thing, well, actually, no, wait, the, that, this past season, like this transfer window, we didn't even make one purchase. We just, it's like, oh, you want this guy here? You want that guy here? Do you want this guy? And and we're paying the price for it now because everybody's freaking injured. Um the only way I see it happening, okay, we sell Isco this winter if it happens. If not summer, um, he'll definitely go. Um, and then I hate to say it because I love this guy so much, but Luka Modric clears it, then mm-hmm. there's there's room there, you know. Um, so why not, you know? And Luka gets paid good wages i'm not sure if it's i don't know how to compare pogba's and, and Modric's wages but money would be there uh and then we're also supposedly making a move for mbappe i really don't think that's happening um would i love to see it happen yes but 
I, I, I'm very iffy about it. Um, it's a lot of money. Um, and with the renovations, this pandemic crap hitting us, um, you know, and all that stuff, it's, you know, I don't know. And we might get rid of Jovic. So, yeah, there's possibilities. Would I take it? Yeah, I would take Pogba. I love Pogba. You know, great player. Um, I just wouldn't want to see, you know, down the road, him being like, oh, I'm not happy in Madrid either. And it's like, bro, where are you going to be happy then? Kind of deal, you know? Um, yep. I don't think that was a problem with him at, at Juventus. He enjoyed his time at Juventus. Um, and then he was like, you know what? I want to go back home. So he decided he wanted to go back to Man United. Had a great time. Then he starts getting shit on by the fans. And then now supposedly he's upset. I don't know, man. Um, but yeah, point is I'll take him. If it's there, if it's possible, and the rumors start, that rumor would entice me to, you know, prop up in my seat and pay attention to the yeah. possibility of Pogba coming to, to Madrid. Pog on like 280K a week. So I believe that's a little bit more than the Madrid. Uh, wherever he does end up, he's going to ball out. He's world-class, but he's got a crap bag agent. Like bag agent. Um, now, we, we all know Raiola is not the the coolest guy in the agent realm. Um, he's always in the headlines because I feel like he's super egotistical. Um, and he thinks he's like... You know, you know what he reminds me of? Mino Raiola reminds me of uh, the fat man on Seinfeld. <laughs> uh, Jerry's you a know, good friend, right? No, yeah, yeah. Jerry's good friend, yeah. And also the other guy, um, uh, Newman. The post guy? Yeah. He reminds me of both of them. He really does. Every like time I look of, at him, I'm like, like a mix of both of them. Now that you, yeah. Like every time, every, every time I look at Raiola, I'm like, bro, you sure you weren't a character on Seinfeld? Because god damn, you look like it so much to me. Well, anywho, I'm gonna say Pogba goes to PSG. That's just me talking crap because um, I really don't want it to happen, but. The way things goes and the way things have been going in 2020, you just never know. Um, so yeah, uh, I guess we kind of did touch up on on Arsenal talking about Arteta Lampard. Yep. Um, so there's really not no point there. Um, Mourinho's back. I'm gonna say this right now. Mourinho wins the league. Uh, I said it before. I'm gonna say it again. Um, anything else I'm missing? can't think. Oh, Carter and Chilotti, wake up, find some new tactics. Get Everton to winning ways again. Okay, thank you. And Sal, take it away, my guy. We move on. Everyone's favorite segment now of the week. For the dub. And for this week's for the dub, again, for the second week in a row, Jose Mourinho, everybody. It's applause, applause. I mean, when Jose is winning, Jose is winning everything. His comments, his tactics. After that, Sun goal, 
if you didn't see it, the way he put his arms stretched out, almost like he was some some god of football, just his, his assistants hugging him. What the hell, man? And in the comments afterwards, yes, Arteta and Pep had possession, but I that's all that matters. You can't beat Peak Jose. When it Peak Jose is out there, it's better for the game. It's better for all of us. It's better for us here who do podcasts all over the damn world because we just love Jose Mourinho. But sad Jose, we don't love. And let's get this straight, everyone. This is probably going to last for the year. Come next year, it's going to be shit all over again, knowing Jose Mourinho. I ah. give it. I give it next yeah. year. Next year he'll be he'll be doing still he'll still be doing good. It's just gonna start that that topsy turvy somewhat decline. So he'll be like he'll be contending for a bit and then towards the end of the season kind of drop off. And then the following season, it's just gonna be like it's gonna start good and everybody's going, Oh, it's a different marina and then boop, and then it's just gonna straight decline let's get the straight spurs fans i'm not praising your motherfuckers all right you owe everything right now to jose Mourinho. everything you owe him a statue if he wins you the damn league he has every right to say i am spurs because he is spurs once he leaves you are back to shit you're getting nothing anymore all right so embrace this time that he's on y'all ain't getting back to that time ever again putting it down right now you got to think who did like, not- after Mourinho who do they get ain't no one going to White Hart Lane <laughs> yeah I don't know I they're mean, gonna he, like he said gonna just he's, sell he's, out he's, everybody and start and start fresh he's a special one he's always said it and he makes players special he has Kane special he has son special he has everybody on that fucking team special except for Dele Ali. Deli Ali said he would play for him. He's not. He's sitting on the bench. Good for him. And Gareth Bale, I don't know what the fuck Gareth Bale is doing. He's he's doing the same shit he did at Madrid, except happy. Yeah. Happy Bale. No complaints. It's, pro- it's probably because they built him a golf course right at the training center. That's why. He's more like uh, He's more like Europa League Bale. That's what they're using him for. But if he wins them a Europa League, that's... You just earned back your investment. Not you even that. Earned. That actually puts Bale in, in a in a in a decent category for a player that's won four Champions Leagues and then a Europa League. Sorry, man. Bale's Ford. That leads <laughs> me for the person who did not do it for the dub. And my man likes walking the catwalk, looking like a damn model, planting trees to save well, the environment. Being a damn vegan, I'm not going to eat meat because, you know, the animals, the poor little animals. Hector motherfucking Bellerin, who can't even fucking throw a damn ball. How can you not throw a fucking ball in, all right? I coach children. Children know how to throw a damn ball in. I could probably fucking coach a monkey to throw a damn ball in at this point. Hell, man. A dog. A dog can throw a ball in better than Hector fucking Bellerin. Five fucking fouls from a fucking throw-in? There's 16 in the damn league and you have five, motherfucker. How is that possible? Everybody can throw a ball better than you. 
you shit bag, you ass, you cunt, you bitch made motherfucker, all right? Stop trying <laughs> to fucking save the world. Save your damn club, motherfucker. You don't get paid to be a fucking peace treaty, Greenpeace. I don't give a fuck what. I'm going to fucking kill a cow and I'm going to eat that shit. Because I don't like you, Bellerin. I used to like you. You're making me fucking hate you, bro. I'm done. I got I got an impromptu <laughs> for for the dub. Um, I'm not gonna get too animated. Uh, you 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 know you left it all on the table there, so I loved every second of it. Um, my not doing it for the dub is Lacazette and Martial. This is more like a troll, hey, I guess you could say. Hey, throw throw in uh, a boomerang in that one. Uh, well, no, just going. Oh yeah, I guess a boomerang because you two made a bet. On who's gonna score more goals, and <laughs> neither one are scoring. <laughs> they are not doing it for the dub. I just gotta say that right now, and that is my impromptu, not for the dub. That, that is that is true. I mean, we we are basically, you know, we we jinx these players. That's what we did. Well, you're you technically you're winning by one goal. That's about Nazi it. People. We we talk about people talk jinx. That shit's real for some reason. That shit happens for some reason. We got into this whole soft bullshit. Mario was too soft. And this jinx kicked in. This whole damn jinx kicked in. And now Martial is out injured. Abuma Yang is counting 300 some something a week. Wait. Let me see if I can That's find it in, in your guys' little banner stash here. Uh let me see. Do you guys still have it? Do you guys still have it? Yeah. Oh, here it is. No. Uh, yeah, we do. Boom. Calling me soft, boy. That's what y'all get. Karma. Hey, how, hey, how's Benzema doing, by the way? Uh, four goals, three assists. And he has goals in the Champions League. So, holla at me. So, see? you see? I want to make bets and stuff. Call me soft and all this. You know, it comes back to bite you. Uh, Obama Yang has one goal in the Premier League, I believe. And he has two or three in Europa. Yeah. Marshall, didn't Marshall score in the, in the Champions League? Yeah, I remember he scored against uh, Istanbul. Istanbul, yeah. Other than that, Plus, I'm he scored saying. an own goal, so that should count as well. <laughs> I, 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 no, that should, I make, that should subtract the Istanbul goal. <laughs> <laughs> so now he's on zero for that one. Oh, man. But, yeah. Anywho, so that was the For the Dub segment, and that concludes. Oh, he has two in UCL. So if you take the, okay. <laughs> the own goal, that's one. So that's one. All right. So he's left with one. Um, so, yes, that concludes for the dub segment. That concludes today's uh, Field Talk podcast, uh, your Premier League match week 11 recap. Hope you guys enjoyed. Uh, tomorrow, we are going to finish out the uh, Champions League match week or uh, match day six. And then at night, We'll be here uh, recapping uh, the last uh, match day and going over 
who qualified, who's going to Europa, and all that good stuff. Um, <clears throat> so, yeah. I hope is, you guys... Is there going to be a lot of crying tomorrow or a lot of trolling? Yeah, my my, my stepdad was like, oh, Mario, you coming tomorrow to watch the game? I was like, no, I got to watch it at home because I got to have my bed next to me in case I got to lay down and cry afterwards. Um, <laughs> uh, so... Um, because a lot of things could go extremely well or extremely bad uh, tomorrow. Um, so yeah, uh, if you guys want to hit us up on Twitter, uh, we this is the part where we always let you know where to reach us at. You can follow at uh, Sal at, at South Talk Soccer on Twitter. You can follow me at FT underscore Benzi. You can follow the boy Jess. That's always trolling the comms. Um, at field talk just underscore and then you can follow us the or the twitter for the pod at field talk pod there's no underscore right nope always forget all right and then on the instagram it's at field talk underscore yes okay yep. so i got that right um and we shall continue this uh week of getting back on the grind for videos because you know, on Twitter, a lot of YouTubers have what's called Vlogmas. Well, I don't know what we're going to call it here, but we're definitely going to bring you content for the rest of the year um, or maybe up till Christmas, you know, because we got to spend time with the fam and all that. Um, but yes, we are going to treat you guys to a lot of content for the rest of the season or the season, well, year. Um, and then, you know, kick off the new year in, in good fashion. So hope you guys enjoyed. Um, if you want to listen to us on the go, we are on streaming platforms, Google Podcasts, Radio Public, Spotify, Rock, uh, Pocket Cast, which is my favorite one, even though I don't use it personally. <laughs> I just like the name. Um, more rondos. Yeah, we'll throw some rondos in there, uh, you know, just so, you know. But I'm not talking about aliens. As soon as we talk about the alien edition. Any nonsense, I'm I'm out. Um, anywho, got off topic there. Thanks to Jay in the comments. See, I'm telling you, trolling in the comments all the time. But yeah, hit us up on any streaming uh, platform so you can listen to us on the go. Um, or if you're you know at home and you just want to see our lovely faces, hit us up on the YouTube. Remember to like, subscribe, all that good stuff if you're new. And you know, 2020 more content, content, and content. So have a great rest of your day, afternoon, or evening, and we'll see you guys here tomorrow. Sayonara, go eat some meat. I was wondering what you were going to say. <laughs> Good night, y'all.